Good morning and welcome to uh, our healing service this morning. It's great to welcome those of you who are joining us online as well. And it's great to have folk in the um, chapel too. I want to start with um, a reading from Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 verses 10 and 11. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Don't we look forward? Amen. Thank you, brother. Don't we look forward to that day? That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, and every tongue confess. And we know that when the Lord returns, and are we not looking forward to his return? Yes, we are. We know that when the Lord returns, we will bow with all the world, and we will declare and confess that Jesus is Lord, and I thank God that we know that Jesus is Lord today. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we bless you and we, we magnify your holy name. You are a good God, and you are good all the time. And you are sovereign, seated on the throne And you are fulfilling your purpose to bring about your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Made possible by the work of Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. For the salvation of the people of the world. For the healing of the people of the world. Thank you. And we look forward, Father, to the return of your son, Jesus where every knee will bow and every tongue confess to the glory of your name, Father, that Jesus Christ is Lord. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you would help us to worship our Jesus today, that you would help us to bow down, to recognize him afresh, and to hold him in adoration, for he is worthy of all our worship. He is worthy of all our attention. He is worthy of all our service. Amen. Amen. So my name's Steve, if I didn't say that earlier, and Suzanne's bringing a word later, and we've got Stephen on the keys, Esther on the, uh, on the other keys, and uh, so um, and the Lord is present here. And not just the Lord. The angels who do his bidding, and we're going to hear something about angels later, the angels who do his bidding are at work too. We bow down. Should we do that? We bow down and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of this place. Jesus Christ is Lord of our hearts. Jesus Christ is Lord of our homes. Let's worship Jesus.
Let's stay in that place of worship for a, a few moments longer. As we bow in our hearts, as we bow our heads, before Jesus, the Son of God. And Jesus, we ask that you would still our hearts and still our minds so that we may, we may correctly gaze at you and be filled with the awe of the presence of the Lamb of God that takes away our sin, that takes away the sin of the world. Who loves us with an everlasting love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your presence. And Lord, we want to join the angels and the saints gathered around you now and sing holy, holy, holy is the Lord who was and is and is to come. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our hearts, open our physical eyes, and help us to see Jesus. Give us that gift of faith, Lord, to see the Lord and to know the Lord. Let's sing, I see the Lord.
Let's call out a word of worship and praise. If you feel in your heart, if you feel, feel something bursting out of you, wanting to worship and adore Jesus, call it out or in the silence of your heart, worship the Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Jesus. King of kings, Lord of lords. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. We worship and adore you, King of kings, Lord of lords. Thank you that you reign sovereignly over all things. And thank you that you will accomplish all that you have planned to accomplish. And one day there will be no more disease, no more tears, no more sickness, no more death. Thank you, Lord, that that is the destiny that we are we are walking into, thank you, Lord, that what we see around us is temporal and we move to the eternal. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's sing a lovely, lovely hymn. Again, just thinking about the angels, the angels not gathered around the throne, but the angels who are doing the Lord's bidding, who bring good news. Angels bring good news as part of their work. Part of their work is to bring us to salvation. They bring good news. They do good things. It came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old. Peace on earth, good will to men. Woohoo!
Lord, thank you that uh, the angels who do your bidding, who come from your presence, um, come with, with love because you are love. And thank you, Lord, that your message to us is the same today as it was 2,000 years ago, as it was before then too. That you love the world you created, you love the people of the world that you created, and you don't want to lose a single one. Thank you. Thank you that you love each one of us. Wherever, whichever country we may be representing. You love the people of those nations. Thank you that there is nobody. There is nobody on planet earth today that is not loved by you. Thank you. Thank you, loving God. Thank you, faithful God. We, we worship and adore you. We love you, Lord. You are amazing. Not only do we hear the angel song, but we hear your song, the Father singing over us, singing of his love for us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Great. I get to sit and listen now, which is uh, great, and um, we get the opportunity of hearing Suzanne. So Suzanne, over to you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Glory. That's a word that we hear a lot this time of year, isn't it? Glory, glorious, glorify. What does the word glory actually mean? When I was um, beginning to think about what I might share this morning, and I'll read the scripture in the minute, um, the word glory was quite prominent in it. And I started to think, so what is glory then? And I remembered that um, when... Uh, when I was a bit younger than I am now, and uh, we were living in the family home, and um, uh, we had a room at the back of the house that had all the stuff in it that you would kind of keep in a garage, you know, paint. It wasn't a garage, because it was a room of the house, but um, we used to call it the glory hole. And I'm not sure that um, that helps us in our understanding of what glory might be. Um, I think it's more of a case that you go and stand and, and kind of think, oh, glory, <laughs> what am I going to do with all of this? But that's what it was called. It was called glory hole. But I also want to another, ask another question um, as we think about what is glory. And the other question is, what is the Lord's favour? Do you have it? I guess if most of us are asked that question, we would probably go, ooh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. But let's have a look at what these things mean. I suppose when we, we start to think about the Lord's favour, we get a bit uncomfortable because it's almost as though we're heading into the territory of favourites. Is it the same as God having favourites? Are you a favourite? Are we all favourites? How does that work? So let's have a look at the scripture. It's Luke chapter 2, 
verses 8 to 14, and I wouldn't mind betting that you could recite this with me because you will have heard it many times already. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news, that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. When I read that the other day, I was quite surprised at what the angels said. Because this time of year, we often hear things like glory to God in the highest and peace goodwill to all mankind. That's what we sing, that's what we've just sung in the carol, isn't it? But actually, it's not what the scripture actually says. And when I was reading around, uh, most commentators seem to agree that the King James Version, which was goodwill to all men, actually wasn't a very good translation. It actually means to those on whom his favour rests. So we'll come to that in a minute. But first of all, glory to God in the highest. What does that actually mean? Well, some definitions of glory. Glory is the sum value of all the attributes of God. That's quite something, isn't it? If you put all the attributes of God together and weigh them, that's glory. So glory is a weighty thing. It's heavy, as in value. It also has the sense of brightness and shining and splendor and all those other things that I think we kind of associate with glory. Radiance, honor, renown. And another definition says that glory is the unspoken, unspoken manifestation of the presence of God. So we don't get it through words. We get it because we might feel it or see it, touch it, sense it, smell it, perhaps, but it's not spoken. The angels say glory to God in the highest. What, what does that mean then? Well, Zeus at the time in the Greek-Roman world was the highest. Zeus was the highest. 
And he was the highest because he lived on the highest mountain. So highest was both a title and a place. That's what, that's what they thought. Zeus was the highest because he lived on the highest mountain. Therefore, he was the highest in both title and in place. For the Jewish people, though, Jehovah, El Elyon, God the highest, God most high, first mentioned in Genesis. So this is um, a long-held kind of title of God. So he trumps Zeus, <laughs> Zeus who lives on the highest mountain, God who is in the highest, as in in heaven. El Elyon made the mountain that Zeus sits upon. <laughs> so when the angels sing glory to God in the highest, again, it is both title and place. There's none higher. And it also means that not only is God powerful, he is the most powerful. Not only is he mighty, he's the most mighty. And whatever definition you want to put in there, he is the mostest. So, not only is God loving, he is the most loving. Not only is he compassionate, he's the most compassionate. He's the mostest, he's the highest. No wonder glory is weighty. No wonder the angels were singing about the glory of God. And of course, the glory of God shone around them, unspoken, but the shepherds could see it. And they were terrified. Not surprising, was it, these poor shepherds? Terrified as in fear, but terrified also as in awe. Reverent fear. And they are declaring peace to those upon whom his favour rests. So if you're not feeling peace today, does that mean his favour does not rest on you? And actually, it's quite hard, isn't it, at the moment, with all that's going on around us, no names being mentioned, to feel peace-filled, isn't it? There's so much kind of unrest and unsettledness around us. But of course, what the angels are talking about is shalom, the Old Testament word shalom, which is so much more than that fluffy kind of everything's okay, I feel at peace. It's that deep-rooted wholeness and well-being, restorative, reconciling, saving kind of peace. So the angels are basically, basically declaring the glory of God in the highest, and through this baby that they are talking about, the revelation of God's glory will be seen in all its fullness. Because the baby is going to be the peace bringer, the reconciler, the saviour. And where he is received, peace will be manifestly there. The amazing thing, I think, is that the shepherds, the angels appear to shepherds. Who were shepherds in New Testament times? Shepherds were not exactly high up the social ladder. 
they were officially classed as sinners, I discovered. Can you believe that? The shepherds were officially classed as sinners. And if you read something of the Mishnah, I don't read the Mishnah particularly, which is the written record of the oral law of, at the time of Jesus. But I saw something that had been quoted from the Mishnah that said that no one should ever feel obligated to rescue a shepherd who's fallen in a pit. That's how low shepherds were at that time. I know, terrible, isn't it? <laughs> interesting then, interesting that it is to the shepherds that the angels go first. The Messiah, the saviour of sinners, goes to sinners, official sinners, first. Isn't that just a lovely thing about the Christmas story? Not the religious leaders. Sinners get it first. How apt. So the shepherds have this amazing revelation. If you said to them, do you have the favour of the Lord? What do you think they would say? I doubt very much that they would think that they had the favour of the Lord. But there's more to this favour of the Lord than meets the eye. We saw through the Advent retreat, if you were part of the Advent retreat, that um, there are people through scripture that it says God's favour was upon them. Were they perfect? No, they weren't. But God used them to do amazing things. And we looked at Noah and Abraham and Moses. None of them were perfect. David. But they did have something in common. And what they had in common was belief. They believed who God said he was. And as a result they had the favour of God. Because favour is another word for grace, the gift of grace. One commentator said, grace is God saying, here is all the good stuff I have for you. Faith is you saying, thank you, I'll take it. <laughs> Simple as that. Thank you, I'll take it. And I would add, and use it. Because faith needs to be used, doesn't it? It needs to be worked. So the shepherds, sinners they may have been called, believed something about God. And they acted on that belief when they trundled off to find the manger, didn't they? We would call that faith, wouldn't we? Because God saw their belief. He gifted them with faith. They had the favour of the Lord. And did you notice what happened when they came back to their sheep? They were singing the angels' song. They were glorifying God. The encounter changed them. How about you? God's best offer for you this Christmas. Here is all the best stuff I have to offer. What are you going to say? Yes, please, I'll take it. Yeah? And of course, the faith that is um, 
surrounding all of that, the peace, I mean, that, is, is, um, that comes from all of that, is not a magic spell that wards off difficult things, troubling times. It doesn't ward off disaster, does it? But it is a promise that it will accompany you. God's shalom will accompany you through any disaster. So do you have the favour of the Lord? Yes, you do. I don't know about you, but I feel like saying, more Lord, more Lord. <laughs> Some more Lord, please. Just pause for a moment and allow the, the favor, the good news, the glory, the grace, the peace of God by the Spirit of God to rest on us so that his purpose can be fulfilled in our lives. His purpose. Lord, we know that when we sit and are silent in your presence, it is a transforming experience, and we thank you. Thank you for the transformation that is taking place in each of our lives, Lord. More, please, Lord, certainly in my own life, more transformation required. Thank you. I receive it, and I'm acting on it, Lord. Thank you. There is no one like you, Almighty God. There is none like you. And we are so blessed, so, so privileged, so extraordinarily blessed that you have called us to be your sons and daughters. Thank you. Let's sing, There is None Like You.
Lord, thank you that mercy flows from your mercy seat like a river wide. And healing comes from your hands. And Lord, I, I pray that for, for us gathered here now, for those who are sharing this time with us online, um, that we would know afresh the touch of your mercy, which is new every day, that deals with the things that need to be dealt with today, today. And Lord, not just mercy, um, but healing as well. This is favor personified, Lord. This is, this is God at his mostest being poured out. Oh, Lord, help us to receive your mostest for our lives, for our hearts, our minds, our whole bodies, our families, our homes, our communities, the body of Christ. Suffering children. Lord, may your mostest be poured out afresh. And may we see you being poured out, Lord, so that we may receive, that we may drink and eat and know the satisfaction that comes from a personal, living, deep relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So Lord, we, we, we submit before you as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals, and we ask for your healing, Lord. And Lord, I just want to pray for all my brothers and sisters gathered here, for all those online, just to pray a healing prayer, Lord, that you would stretch your healing hand right now. So in the name of God, and trusting in his might alone, receive Christ's healing touch to make you whole. May Christ bring you wholeness of body, mind, and spirit, deliver you from every evil, and give you peace. His great shalom. His weighty shalom. And you might like to just say, I receive from you, Lord Jesus. I receive from you, Lord Jesus. May we carry people in our hearts and minds, and for those who've asked for our prayers, and if you're at home watching and sharing this time, and you want to ask for prayer, please just add your name to the chat. Or phone in your name. And we will pray for you, for Warren and Catherine, for Shirley, Chrissy, Jane, and Melanie. Lord, you know the, the cry of each of these folks' hearts.
And we ask, Lord, that you would stretch your healing hand. And that miracle signs and wonders and the peace of God, which passes understanding, would touch each one. And all of those we carry in our own hearts. Our families, particularly at Christmas time, maybe we're cut off from our families. Maybe there are broken relationships and it burdens us. How much more it burdens you, Lord, who came to reconcile mother to daughter, brother to brother, families, communities. Oh, Spirit of God, continue your healing work to bring reconciliation, to bring about the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, our prayer, our simple prayer would be that our eyes would be opened to see Christ afresh this Christmas season. To believe as the shepherds believed. To follow you, Jesus, who calls us. Come, follow me. And together, we will do what others think cannot be done. And together, we will bring the kingdom of God, love, joy, peace, justice, truth, to every corner of the earth. Today we choose to believe and today we choose to follow. Thank you. Jesus, what a beautiful name. You are the hope of nations, Lord. And wherever your name is spoken and preached and proclaimed in the next few weeks, may many people come to place their hope and trust in you, Jesus Christ, Lord of all. Come, Lord, come quickly. Amen. Let's finish as we sing Jesus, hope of the nations. What an amazing God. Comfort for all who mourn. Hope for the earth, the light in the darkness, truth in each circumstance. Let's worship Jesus.
receive the word of the Lord. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. The peace of God and the favor of God are yours to receive. The response is simple. I receive your peace and your favor, Lord. I receive your peace and your favor, Lord. So the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you and all who you love this day and always. Amen. 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 Friends, thank you for joining us. Thank you for those of you who joined us online. Um, this is our last um, healing service of the year, uh, but there will be services during uh, January um, on Thursdays, um, on, um, which will be available for you to see at 10 o'clock each Thursday. There are various other things that will be available via Facebook and um, podcast, Instagram, um, and various other means. Um, but in a sense, we're, we're winding down now, and, um, uh, but the Lord is present. And I, it, is our, it is our desire that you would just experience Jesus Christ afresh this Christmas season, that you will know the miracle of the birth of Christ on earth for you, and that you will know that miracle in your hearts and in your lives, the birth of Christ in you, that great gift, so that we may walk into the destiny that he has prepared for us. If I don't stop, I'm just going to keep on going because I just I get excited about this. <laughs> the, Lord, the Lord is with you and he loves you and he wants you to know his peace and his favor. Bless you. Thank you for joining with us.